Today's Shir in Yerushalmi Sanhedrin is dedicated to the memory of Pesach Yershin, Ben Yisrael Fish, Oliver Shalom, and for Rafu Shalema, for Yosef Yisrael Ben Zelda. We are beginning in the Ozvahar edition on the Zion Amit Beis, 10 lines from the bottom with the second word on the line, Ksiv. In the Vilna edition, it is on Daf Vav Amad Aleph. Let us begin today's Daf with a short Hagdama. We learned in the previous year, Kimitsian Tetsi Toro, Dvar Shemir that the Iker place to make the Ibrahashana is in Yerushalayim, in Eretz Yisrael, and that the Torah of Eretz Yisrael is greater than the Torah of Bavel. And the Gemara will bring a proof to this from a Pasuk in Yirmiyahu. The Pasuk is in Perikhavtes, Pasuk Aleph. And uh, it refers to, let us give some historical background, to Golis Yechania and the Golis of Tzitkiyo. At the time of Churban Bayis Rishon, 11 years before the actual Churban, the Melech in Eretz Yisrael was Yechania. He lasted for three months. And then Nebuchadnezzar, the Melech Bavel, sent him into Golis with the Choresh Vahamazgar. Exactly what the Choresh Vahamazgar is will be a machloikis in our Gemoria between Rebrechia and the Chachamim. But for our purpose right now, let us say that Choresh Vahamazgar, according to the Chachamim, refers to the Tamide Chachamim of Eretz Yisrael. They went into Golis 11 years before the Chorban. In other words, in the year 3,327 from Brias Oilam, there was Golis Yechania, the Malach Yechania, and he went in with the Chorosh Ramazgah, the Tamir Chachamim, to Bavel. 11 years later, in the year 3,338 from Brias Oilam, that is when Sitkiyo Hamelech, who had been appointed by Nebuchadnezzar to take over from Yechania, so he went into Golis with most of the rest of Klal Yisrael. Again, they went into Bavel, and at that point, Nebuchadnezzar destroyed the first base Hamikdash. When they went after the Churban base Hamikdash, when they went into Golis, Yermiyo Hanavi sent them from Yerushalayim, a Sefer, a Megillah, and as the Pesach states, Perich of Tess, Pesach Aleph, Eile Divrei HaSefer, Sheshalach Yermiyoh HaNovim Yerushalayim, El Yeser Ziknei HaGola, the remnants of the elders of the, of the exile, Ve'el HaKohanim, Ve'el HaNeviyim, Ve'el Kolo'am, Asher Hoglub Nebuchadnezzar, Yerushalayim, Bavela. He sent this letter. And here is where we pick up our Gemara. Yermio, in this letter, told the people of Eretz Yisrael who had gone into Golis into Bavel that you should set up roots in Bavel because you're not going to be there a short time. You're going to be there quite a lengthy time, which was 70 years until Ezra Seifer brought them back to Eretz Yisrael. And as we're going to see, the Gemara tells us that Hashem did a big stock at the Kal Yisrael, that he prepared the way that 11 years before the Churban Beis HaMikdash, the first one, he had already prepared Bavel to become a Makam Torah so that when the 
Jews would come, when Kal Yisrael would come to Bavel 11 years later, they would have a Mokim Torah there, and the Tamir HaChomim of the Cherish Ramazgir would explain to them and teach them the Torah. With this background, let us begin today's shir. Ksiv, it says in the Navi Yirmiyo, El Yeser Zikne that the Yirmiyo sent this Megillah, this scroll, to the remnants of the Zikne Agola. So the question is, as the Korban Aida tells us, what does it mean, El Yeser? Yeser would seem to indicate that there had been a previous Golos, and there was a remnant from that Golos. But there had not been any previous Golos before this time. Ksiv, let us see the Korban Aida, the first wide line. What is the yeser? What does it mean? They were remnants. Apparently, there were some people who had gone there who had been destroyed, had been killed, and these were the remnants. There's no such historical fact of that happening in Bovel. So what does it mean, Vel Yeser? Elohachi Kamar. Masha Kadish Borchu. So the way the carbonator learns, the word yeser means more than you deserve. You, the B'nai Bavel, you have, who have gone now into exile, Hashem loves you more than you deserve. As we're going to see in the Gemara, Hashem, it's more precious to him, a small group of it's more chashiv to Hashem than the Sanhedrin Gedoyla in Chutz Lawrence. Let us see the Gemara inside. The Gemara asked the question, El Yeser Zikne Agoyla, Omar Kaddish Baruch, what's the word Yeser? Omar Kaddish Baruch, be Yeser. As the, uh, the carbonate has said, Yeserus, it's extra. It's more than you deserve. Why? Be Yeser, Hemalai Zikne Agoyla. The Zikne Agoyla are more than they deserve that I... I love them. Why? Because Chaviva Olai Kat Ketanish So what do we see from this Gemara? This is another proof that the Ikr Torah is from Eretz and that's why any love that Hashem has for the Tamil in the Golas is more than they deserve. Because Hashem's real love is for the Chachme Eretz and He likes a small group of Chachme of Eretz even more than if the whole Sanhedrin would go into Golis, into Chutzlorets, he would like that small group more than the large group that is in Baba. <clears throat> and actually, we find the same thing in the Gemara in Baba Basud of Kufnun Chesamet Beis, where the Gemara says that Avira da the air of Eretz Yisrael, makes a person smart. So again, we see the main Torah is the Torah of Eretz Yisrael. But on this premise, the Gemara asks Akasha concerning the Charesh Ramaskir. There were a thousand of these people. And you, Mar means Omar, you are saying this. Let us see the, how the Korban Ada learns here in the Gemara. Uparich, this is on the third wide line at the bottom of the Amid in the left hand column. Uparich, Ksiv Acherish Ramazgir Elif. And what does it mean? Now we come to understanding what the words Cheresh Ramazgar mean in relationship to them being Tamir Chachamim. 
when they open up in, and speak everybody becomes like a deaf mute they're compared to these they have nothing to say that's the word cherish a deaf person and mazger from the word close lizgar to close the door the soigrim pm and they close up their mouth that's the word hamazger let us see the name Moshe. second wide line on the right hand column at the bottom of the yomik siv acheres from mazger elef atomer chachem Kloimer, the poor halachador shaviva kat ketanish veritus royal. That you say the Torah veritus royal is greater. That's not true. Azikni agoyel chashivatve. We see from the cheres ramaskir that the zikanim of golus bavel were greater. Of chutzlarts kedorish begitten da pechas cheres. What does it mean cheres? So he elaborates on what the korbanayda says. Says the pnei moishe b'shosha poiskin b'divetayra hakol naski cheresin. When they open up in the Vitari, everybody becomes like that. When they close a sugya, nobody can open it. In other words, let's say they have a question that remains unresolved. There's no one who can open up the sugya and say, I have an answer. If they don't have the answer, then nobody has it. So those are the words, related to the Vitari. We mentioned this chazal before. Hashem did a righteousness, a kindness with Kal Yisroel, Shehigla, Golos Sitkiyo, Vadan Golos Shechonya Kayemes. He made Golos Sitkiyo 11 years after Golos Shechonya, but Golos Shechonya was still in existence. Sheyilmedu Tairul Elu Agoyle Machrehem. And thereby they were able to teach Torah to those who came into Golos after them. Lefishoroif Chachmiatar Mehemayu. Most of the Chachmiatar were from the we see that the Ziknagoyla were more chashev. The Gemara is going to answer this very strong question by bringing a machlogis between Rebarechi and the Chachamim. That this would only be a question according to Chachamim, who learned that the Cheresh Ramazgur refers to Tamir Chachamim. However, according to Rebarechi, as we will see, it does not refer to Tamir Chachamim. So according to Rebarechi, there is no question. It refers to ministers, as we're going to see, and therefore there's no question that the Tamil Chachamim and Bavel were greater than those of Eretzral, because the Keres Ramazgar, according to Rebrech, were not Tamil Chachamim, they were ministers. And we're going to see this by way of two machlokas between Rebrech and the Chachamim, and each machlokas is Lishitasai and the other machlokas, as we will now see. The gears of, of the carbonate of the next few words is Rabrachia Bishem Rabchalboy Virabonon Pligi. There is a machloikis in what is the Pshat in this passage between Rabrachia and the Chachamim. And this sugya goes according to Rabrachia that Kheshramazgir does not refer to Tamil Chachamim. Where do we see the machloikis? In two places. Number one, Rabrachia Bishem Rabchalboy Omar Hacheresh Elef Vahamazgir Elef. He learns that there was a thousand of each. And he learns the word Aleph means a number. So there are a total of two thousand. A thousand of those people who are Cherish, and a thousand of those who are the Mazgir. What Cherish of Mazgir means, according to Rebrechia, we're going to see in the next Machlaikas. But Rabbanan Amrit, Rabbanan say, Kulon Aleph. 
According to Chum, Elif is not a number, but Elif, as the Korban Eida tells us, is the Pshatva, that Kulon Elif, Vahainu Shahoyu Chachamim Gedolim, Kedavrishis. Elif means they were learned individuals. It's not speaking about a number here, 1,000, 2,000. It means the Cheresh Ramazgir, they were, when they talked, everybody was quiet like a deaf mute. When they ended a sugi, it was closed, it was shut, nobody could open it. So it all refers to their erudition, their scholarship. LF, they were very well learned. So that's one machlaikis. Now we have a second machlaikis. Rebrechi, B'Shem Rabbi, Rebrechi says the name of Rabbi, and the girsa of the Korban Eida is just the opposite of what we have in the Gemara. Rebrechi, B'Shem Rabbi, Elu, not Hachaveirim, but Elu Habulbutin, these are the ministers. The Cheresh refers to the ministers who were over the craftsmen, the artisans, as we find by the Melechus Hamishkin in, in Sefer Shemais, the Pasuk called Melechus Cheresh. So according to Rabrechia, the word Cheresh does not refer to a deaf mute, because we're not speaking about that they were learned, according to him, but rather it refers to the artisans. And there were a thousand ministers over the artisans who did the malacha of charosh, of an artisan. And what does mazgur mean? Mazgur means that there were ministers, there were the bulbutin, there were the ministers over the city and the palace gatekeepers. So Mazgur means it opens, it closes. Lizgor et Hadelas, they were Sogrim, the Sha'arim, the gates of the city. And there were ministers over this as well. So this is the Shita of Rabrachia, Lishitasai. That Elef means a number. There were a thousand ministers over the Cherash, the artisans. There were a thousand ministers over the Mazgur, the gatekeepers. But for Rabon and Amrin, Elu not what we have, Habu Botin, but Elu Hachaveirim. These are the learned Tamidi Chachamim, and the word Elef means learned. And um, there was not 2,000, because we're not speaking about a number. There was the Cherish Ramazgir, and here it doesn't mean an artisan. The word Cherish means a deaf mute, because when they spoke, people couldn't speak. And when they closed the sugya, mazgir, nobody could open it. So according to Rebrechia, there's no kasha that in Chutz Lords, the Bnei Agoyla, Cheresh Ramazgir, they were greater than Eretz Yisrael, because Cheresh Ramazgir, according to Rebrechia, does not mean, Tamin Chachamim means ministers. Continues the Gemara of Hoshir Kadhaven Mekabel, as we turn to Da'af Chesam and Aleph, when Ravoshia accepted Sadei, this is similar to the Aramaic word of with a samach, sahade, which means uh, witnesses. Here, this word means testimony, the testimony of witnesses. Be'enetav, in the place called Enetav, so he was worried that the Aden would not take their Aden seriously, and they were coming to be Makadish the new month, and he was afraid that perhaps they would say, that the last month was a chaser, it was only 29 days, and Rosh Chodesh is on the 30th day, instead of saying what was really true, 
that the last month was a mole. It was 30 days. And Rish Chodesh was on the 31st day. He wanted to show them how serious their testimony is. Hava Amarlon used to tell them, hey, Yoyden, you should know, how many witnesses, how many testimonies come out of your mouth? In other words, the simple shot would be that as a result of your testimony, people are crisscrossing all over Israel and informing all the communities when exactly where Shkodesh is, either a day earlier or a day later. And therefore, if you're lying, it comes out they're all lying. The difficulty on this simple shot in the Gemara is that we know, the Gemara tells us, that um, that if Bezdin said that it is the new month, let's say they said it's a chaser and the 30th day is Rish Chaydish, so it becomes Rish Chaydish even if they made a mistake, even if they made the, uh, uh, they did a Bishayig, it doesn't matter. It Once they say it, then the new month is in effect. So once it's in effect, even if the original witnesses were lying, but the people who are traveling, crisscrossing all over its soil to inform the congregations when Rosh exactly is, they're not doing anything wrong because the fact is that Rosh is when Bezdin said it was, even if they based their sucked din on false testimony. So if we look in the Pnei Moshe, the Pnei Moshe seems to be bothered with this question because he explains the Gemara in a different way. Have a in the top left column. You should know how many testimonies are based on what you're saying. You should be careful not to say false testimony. Because there are many different testimonies that will come out from your mouths. Why? Because of what you said. Let's say it's a chaser and the 30th day is Rosh Chodesh. Let's say it's Rosh Chodesh Nissen. So now, 15 days later, when it's Pesach, Pesach is going to be a day earlier. So what happens if someone was Machal Yontav? He gets Malkus. Because of you, the Yom Toifim are going to be a day earlier. And somebody who does Malacha on that day, so if, if you would go with the truth, it's a day later. It's Erev Yontav, no problem. But because of your false testimony, it's a day earlier. So it is considered yantiv, and Mimeo they get Malchus. So you, your testimony, your if you're lying about it, has tremendous repercussions because people can actually get Malchus from Bezdin. That's how the Pnei Moshe learned. You should know how many Aedis are based on your mouth. And secondly, back to the Gemara, the second line, Let us see the, again the Pnei Moshe, left-hand column, the fourth wide line on top, a tenant is renting for a month. So if it's a mole, he gets an extra day. That means the 30th day is part of the month. He, he didn't rent for, let's say, uh, 30 days. He rented a month. So if you're going to say the truth, which is that it's, the Rosh Chodesh is on the 31st day. It comes out the last month was a mole. It was full. It means it was 30 days. He gets that 30th day. But if it was a chaser, like you're saying now, which you're lying, that it was only 29 days, and the new Rosh Chodesh is on the 30th, that means he only gets a month of 29 days. 
So he loses that day. That was a chaser. So therefore, based on your testimony, it will affect people who are renting how long they can stay in the place where they are renting if they rent it on a monthly basis. Continues the Gemara, Amar Avavuna, Avavuna said, the Enkeni, if this is true, that you're supposed to shake up the witnesses, that they should realize how crucial their testimony is because of Skarbatim, because like the Pnei Marsha said, they can get Malchus on Yantiv, I'll, I'll go further. A Philippidin and a Fascist, you should tell them that their testimony affects Din and the Fascist. How is this? Because a girl who's three years and one day. The Mephorshim explained it's not a full day, but into the fourth year. The first day, into the first day of the fourth year. So if her father uh, made Arison with her, which he's able to do, so she's now a Nairamarasa. So if someone lives with her, so she's a Ketana, she would not get killed. But he, if he's a Gunnel, and he lives with a three-year-old who's into her fourth year, so then her hymen, her psulos are not choser, if they were ruptured, and then the bee is considered a bee. Less than that, while it's in her third year, not completed her third year, so then we say that the besulam are choser. They do come back. The membrane comes back and it, it uh, heals itself, and that bee is not considered a bee. And the difference is whether the boel, the one who's living with her, who is an adult, whether he would get skill or not. If it's within the three years and the bee is not a bee because it, it uh, fixes itself up, then he would not get skila. But if it is after the three years, then it is a bia, and then he would get skila. So Memela, the testimony of the Adam is very important. For example, if she was born on Rosh Chodesh Nissen, and the end of her three years is the last day of Ador, so if the Bezin accepts what the Adam say, that it's chaser, as we'll see in the Pnei Marisha, then the Bezin can no longer make it into a month of 30 days with Rosh Chodesh Nissen being on the 31st day. They'll be forced, because of these witnesses, to say that the last month was Chaser and the 30th day is Rosh Chodesh Nissen. And if so, then the Bia is a Bia. Then her Besulim will not correct themselves However, if the Aiden will say the truth, that the last month was Mole, so this is still part of the three years, then the Bia will not be a Bia. And as we're going to see from the next piece of Gemara, that Hashem gave over the power, there's a famous Yerushalmi, a well-known Yerushalmi, Hashem gave over the power to Bezdin to change nature. Because if Bezdin Paskins that Rosh is a day earlier, and he has B on that day, then it is Chayv Skila, it is a Bia. If Bezdin Paskins a day later, then that day was part of the three years. The B is not a Bia. Why? Because the Besulim are Chayzer, they fix themselves up, and therefore it's not considered a Bia, and then he does not get Skila. So depending on what Bezdin Paskins, that will change the metzias of this young girl, whether her besulim are choser or not. So let us see the Gemara inside. 
If this is correct, that you have to warn them, to frighten them, that they should say the truth, then frighten them even more strongly with Dina Nefashas. Why? The the adult who's living with her, will be with Skila. If Bezin says no, the, based on the testimony, the true testimony of the Adam, that the last month was 30 days, and we have to make a leap, uh, we have to add a day to the last month and make it a mole of 30, and Rosh Chodesh is only on the 31st day, Rosh Chodesh Nissen. So if he lived with her on that day, because Basulah Chaisrin, Amar Ravavin said, Ravavin, a posuk, I will call out to Hashem on high, lakel to Hashem, goimer olai, a simple pshat is in the word goimer, that he fulfills my requests. But here the Gemara is learning that the word goimer means he finishes them and he consents with them. What does that mean? He agrees to what Bezin is doing. If Bezin decided to make it into a uh, mole, that it will be, there will be a, a extra day. So it comes out that that day was part of the three years. So then, physically, the psulun of this young girl will return, and therefore the bee will not be a bee, and therefore it will not get stealing. But if not, in other words, if they say that the last month was a chaser of 29, and Rosh Chaser is on the 30th, so then, lav ain't absolutely Then that's not part of the three years that day, and therefore the sulim do not come back, and therefore it is a b, and therefore the men will get skila. So that's what it means. Lakel goimer alai. Hashem will agree with whatever I say, whatever bezin paskins. Hashem will make the physical reality conform to the psak of bezin. Let us see the Pnei Moshe in Divriya Maskal Ve'en Kani, which is the second short line on the left-hand column. Im If you're going to tell the Adam, be careful. We should even tell them more stringent that based on your testimony, we have Din Nefashis. The Bashal Shanvya Mechra Bola, Vihia Murasa, Hareza Beskila, Sheru Ilabi, but Vim Nimlukubezn Laber, Hachodish, if they made the last month a Molly thirty days, Adayan ain't a Basbiya. So on this day, she's not a Basbiya, Venechai of Misa. He, the man, is not Chamisa. Vachshav Kishadim Edim Sherosa Chodish, they say it's a day earlier. Once they say that the last month was Chaser, and we saw it a day early, earlier, and let's say they're lying. The Bezin cannot make it anymore into that the last month was 30 days and it's, it's part, the 30th day is part of the last month. So if the last month was a chaser, then it's after the three years, then the psalm is not chaser, then the bia is a bia, and then it gets kila. So you see that Hashem listens to the psak of Bezin, and that's why the testimony of the Adam, the truth, is so important because it could affect whether a person will get skila or not. The korban aida in divrei maskel einon beskila. This is in the middle, six lines from where the lines get short. He points out that when we are speaking about how the aidim, depending on what day they say Rosh Chodesh was, 
they can affect the chiv skila to someone who lives with a nairum marasa who's three years old. The Gemara could have used different examples. Says the Korban Eida, that a nine-year-old boy who has relations with a woman who is older, who's a bargeris, who is definitely chayiv misa. So when is she chayiv misa? If she has a beer from someone who's a ben tes. Now we could say the same thing. If it's a day earlier, he's already nine, and then there would be skila. And if it's a day later, and he has bia on the previous day, he will not yet have turned nine, and the uh, lady will not get uh, misa. Or, says the carbonator, or a plain thing, nothing to do with illicit relationships. Uben yud gimel shanam v'yoymechot, a bar mitzvah boy, who has to be, he's chayiv in all the mitzvahs when he's already full 13 into his 14th year. That's what it means for Yom Echad. Sha'avar aver shchayiv alav misa. He was mechal Shabbos, chayiv misa. So it could have said that if Bezdin makes it a day later, and he committed it a day earlier, so then he does not get chayiv misa. However, if Bezdin made it a day earlier, so then it comes out that his bar mitzvah was a day earlier, and if he did the aver of, of Chiv Misa on that day, of Chil Shabbos on that day, then he would get Misa. So uh, we didn't have to say the case by three years and a day. The reason we made the case by three years and a day by a girl is because here we have Rav Avin's Chiddush, that based on what Bezdin says, Hashem changes the very nature, whether the Besulim will be Chayzer or they won't be Chayzer, that Chiddush we wouldn't have seen just from bringing the case of nine years old, uh, a boy or a Bar Mitzvah boy that is Chayiv Misa, we wouldn't have seen that Chiddush, and therefore he wants to bring the Halacha of Rav Avin, and therefore he made the case by three years and a day by a Naira Murasa. Continues the Gemara to explain the next part of the Mishnah. Smichas has came in when the elders put their hands on the par, and this is speaking about the par helm davershel tzibur. In other words, when the tzibur Klal Yisrael followed the psak of Bezdin and Bezdin made a mistake, they have to bring a korban called par helm davershel tzibur. And part of the process is that the ziknei ha'eda place their hands on the head of the par. As the Pasuk tells us in Vayikra, Perik Dal, Pasuk Tezvav, V'samchu par, Hashem, par, Hashem. So we had in the Mishnah, a Machloikis, whether it's three Dayanim or five Dayanim who are doing this. The next part of the Mishnah is Varifas Egla. This is speaking about the Egla Arufa, when you find a dead person between two cities. So the elders have to come out and measure which city is closest to the deceased. And again, that is done either by three or five. The Pasig in Devor and Perik Chafal of Pasig Bey says, V'yatsu zikeinecha v'shavtecha. Your elders and your judges should come out. And they should measure the 
cities asher which are in the proximity of the deceased, and then they should do the act of decapitation of the egla arufa. So the Mishnah said, is that in both of these cases, you need three dayanim, Rabbi you need five. Ask the Gemara, my time Rabbi Shimon, what's the reason, Rabbi Shimon, why he requires by smichas, has a cane by parhelm, darshot zibber, why does he require only three? So the Pasuk says, and here the Korbanayda tells us that there's a word missing, and that in the Bavli, and in Tarskehanim, it brings this word in, and that is, v'somchu ziknei shnayim, that the main limud of Rav Shimon is from the word ziknei, because v'somchu you need for itself. That's what they're doing. Uh, in the Bavli, it tells us that uh, you might think that maybe they just have to stand nearby. No, they have to put their hands on the animal with smicha mamish and not besamachloi, not nearby. So that I need lukufei for itself. I can't make any drushes how many dayanim you need, even though it says that a plural and the, uh, the minimum of a plural is two, besamachu. I can't make a drush. I need it for itself. Where do I make the drasha from? From zikne. There's the kanim. How many is the kanim? Shnayim. Ain bez and We have a rule which we see throughout Mesechus Sanhedrin that you can never have an even bezdin. Therefore, so we add one more. There's three. And therefore, there could be a psak to, in case there's a dispute, there could be a psak of two to one since it is an odd numbered bezdin. That's the sheet of Rab Shimon by Smichas Kanim. Ma'atamid Rabbiudu, what's the reason Rabbiudu says five? Because he does learn v'samchu. Rav Shimon only darshan two from the noun, zikne. And Rabbiudu darshans two also from the verb, v'samchu. They will place their hands on the head of the par. V'samchu shnayim, it's in plural, it's two. Zikne shnayim, it's in plural, it's two, it's four. Eim bezin shakum, v'sif ma'alei ma'ayin echad, you add one more. Harei chamish, you have five. Now we turn to Eglarufo, Eglarufo, Matam de Rav Yehuda. Now the Korban um, here has the gears of Matam de Rav Shimon, and uh, later Rav Yehuda. We're going to do what Argamor has Rav Yehuda in brackets and later Rav Shimon in brackets. But what they're saying is the same both in the version of the Korban as well as what we have the gears in Argamor. But just to make it easier, we're going to use Argomorah. It comes out to the same thing. What is the reason of Rabbi Yehuda? It says in the Pasuk, as we mentioned, that Pasuk in Dvarim, Perikofal, Pasuk Beis. So we have over there two groups, two nouns. We have Zikhenecha, your elders, that's Shnayim, plural, minimum is two. Vishavtecha, your judges, plural, minimum is two, Shnayim. This is the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda that you have a total of five because you can't have an even numbered Bezdin, but we darshan both nouns. No Notice that here, even though Rabbi Yehuda darshan before concerning smichas kainim v'samchu the verb, here he does not darshan v'yatsu the verb. He only starts darshaning with the nouns. Zekeinecha v'shayftecha is four, and my sif and alei ma'irecha and arei chamisha you have five. Umatami derav shimon in the brackets. Zekeinecha v'shayftecha shnayim. We don't learn zekeinecha v'shayftecha as being two groups. It's all one group. As the Gemara later will explain, 
where do these Zekanim come from, these three judges? They come from Shoftecha, meaning the Sanhedrin Haggadol of 71. You don't need, according to Rabbi the whole Sanhedrin, but the three have to be from the 71. So it's Zekanecha, Shehen Shoftecha. But it's only two, Shnaim. So Rebbe says, I don't darshan verbs. So when it comes to the Vyatsu, uh, which is by the Egla Rufa, Vyatsu, Zikinach Vishavtecha, I agree with Rebbe Yehuda that Zikinach Vishavtecha are two separate groups. I don't say like Rabshim and Zikinacha, Shehain, they are Shavtecha from the Sanhedrin Agadal. So therefore, I have two groups of two, and I don't darshan the verb. So I agree with Rabbi Yudah Baruch Adol, I darshan for Yotzu the verb, v'nir and divir Rabbi Shimon, I hold the Rabbi Shimon, b'smicha, because Rabbi Shimon also doesn't darshan the verb. My sheet is never darshan the verb. You always need it, as the carbonator tells us, you need it for itself, what the best is doing. They're going out to, to measure, they're, they're putting their hands on the animal, you never darshan the verb, but you do darshan the noun. So by smicha zikenim, there's only one noun, ziknei oeda. The sum of ziknei oeda is two. Then I pass on like Rav Shimon because I don't darshan the verb. So then I have three with the aimbez and chuckle. When it comes to viyatsu, I don't darshan the verb either. But now I agree with Rabbi Yudah. You have two groups of zikenech v'shavtachel. You have four. Aimbez and chuckle, you have five. So v'nir and different Rav Shimon v'smicha, d'loi darshan v'samchel. Now, Rebbe says, don't learn in a different way. You might learn, I hold like Rabbi Yehuda in the following way, which is wrong, and I'll prove it to you it's wrong. In Tamer, if you would say that what does it mean, near and different Yehuda Barufa, Kamoi du Dorish Vesamchu, that whatever Rabbi Yehuda said by Vesamchu, that you darshan the verb, that's what I hold by Arufa also, that you darshan the verb of the Yatsu. But listen to what you're saying. What would come out? So Yiddish v'yotzu, then you'd have to darshan v'yotzu. Ashkech Tamar, you would have to say v'yotzu shnayim, zekenecha shnayim, v'shoftecha shnayim, eim bezim shachem, v'sif v'alei ma'adechad, v'ay shiva. There's seven, and we only have five. So in other words, you can't say, Rebbe's saying, don't think that I mean that whatever Rav Yehuda said by the samchu that you darshan, the verb, that's what I hold by arufa as well. Because if that was true by arufa, it would come out that you have to darshan the verb of yatsu and zikinecha, and shavdecha, that's six. Each one's plural, minimum plural is two, times three is six. And you add one more, a seven for embez and chocolate. And nobody says seven, the most is five. So therefore, that's not the pshat. The nearin is that you never darshan verbs. By Smichas Kenim, I only have one noun, that's two. I hold like Rup Shimon three. By Viyotsu, by Egla Rufa, don't darshan the verb. You have two groups, the Kenech V'Shavdecha. I hold the like Rup Yudah, that it will come out to five. Ma Mekayim Rup Shimon, the Kenech V'Shavdecha. The Gemara asks what we explained before. Why does Rup Shimon say by Egla Rufa three? What does he do with There are two nouns. Even if you don't darshan the verb of Yatsu, you should darshan the two nouns that it's four and aim as a shark of five. No, he gives the answer which we answered. The Zikanim who come from the Sanhedrin Agadol and not from 
the Sanhedrin Haktana of 23. You need only three Dayana, but they have to be from the Sanhedrin Haggadah. Tani, we learned in a bright. So Reb Lezben Yaakov, Reb Lezben Yaakov says, This is the Beznagadal. He's of the opinion that the whole Beznagadal of 71 have to come out to measure. The uh, Korban Eida in Zebes Nagal says, He's arguing on Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Shimon, and he holds that you need the Bezna Cotton of 23. However, uh, most before Shem learned that it's going on the Bezna Godel of 71. So according to Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Shimon, the three or the five have to be from the Bezden Hagadol, the Sanhedrin Hagadol of 71. According to Rabbi Lezben Yaakov, it has to be the entire Sanhedrin Hagadol of 71. But Vishreiftecha, that's the Keinecha. So what are we adding with Shreiftecha? We already have the whole Bezden of the Sanhedrin Hagadol. Shreiftecha is a Melech, as the Neymarsha uh, brings down the Pasuk, because we find Melech associated with Mishpat. Melech the Mishpat, Yamet Aretz. Vikarin Gadol continues Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, because the Pneumarshah says that we find that a coin gold is associated with Mishpah, because it says, Uvasa el hakoyen v'yalashayfet, you will come to the Koyen and to the Shayfet, and therefore they are, so you need also the Sanhedrin HaGadol, 71, you need the Melech and the Koyen Gadol, all of whom are associated with Mishpah. Continues the Gemara, Tony, we learned in the Baraisa, HaSmicha Yisbishaloyisha, the acts of Smicha are with a bezin of three. Ask the Gemara, loy smicha he smichus. Our mission spoke about, as we learned in the previous Gemara, v'samchu shnayim, we learned the inning of smichus zikhenim by parahelm davrishel tzibur. So the Gemara is asking, what is the difference between the smicha of parahelm davrishel tzibur of our Mishnah and smichus of the Brisa? Aren't the smichus also speaking about the smicha of parahelm davrishel tzibur? It's the same thing. What is the Tana and the Brisa adding onto what the Tana of the Mishnah said? The Gemara says, no, we're speaking about a different smicha. We're speaking about giving someone smicha as we have in the Korban Eida, which is seven lines from the bottom in the right hand column. What we give a person the right to Paschal Dineknosis, that is called smicha, similar to our smicha when we give a, a rov today, smicha. Usmicha hainu minui. Smicha means he's appointed to an official position as a dayan. Usmicha zekeinim, he smichas parahelm dover. So our Mishnah, smicha zekeinim, that's parahelm dover shel tzibur. That was the last thing we learned. The price is speaking about the smicha that you give to a Talmud Chacham that he can now pask in diniknosis. Back to the Gemara. Tamon, there in Bavel, Kari, Lemenuye, Smichus, they call this appointment Smicha. That's what we're referring to in the Bryce. Amr Rabbah, said Rabbah, Barishain, in the beginning. And this word Barishain is important because we're going to see it on Ahmed Bey's repeated a few times. In the beginning, it tells you how they used to give Smicha. How you call Echvechad, Memanes Tamidav. Every Rav used to appoint his Talmud to become. Adayim, Kugoyin, Rabbi Yochman Zakai, Mina, Esra Belazar, Esra Yeshua. He appointed Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua appointed Esra Bekiva. Vira Bekiva and Rabbi Kiva, he appointed Esra Meir, Esra Shimon. Omar, when he appointed Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Kiva said, Yeshiv Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir should sit down first. 
And then Reb Shimon. So he gave more kavod l'chara to Reb Meir. At that point, the scar kamu penei Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon's face turned red from the shame. Let us see the korban ha'eda. Five lines from the bottom. Amr yeshev Reb Meir tchila. Hu yiel fnei Reb Shimon. The heyrul Reb Shimon al shehiktim Reb Meir mimenu. He felt bad that he was putting Reb Meir first. Let us see the penei Moshe which is six lines from the bottom, He thought Rabbi Kiva doesn't value him at all. No, Rabbi Kiva said to Rabbi Shimon, it's not that I'm not machshiv yudayach, as we're going to see in the Gemara, it's enough that it's enough that I and Hashem we recognize we recognize your strength. I recognize you have tremendous potential. The reason. I gave more respect to Rameir because Rameir is older than you. It's not because I'm not matched to you that you have tremendous potential to be a godel and be a tremendous Talmud Chacham. So let's go over the Gemara again. Omar, he said, Yeshua Rameir Tchila. Rameir should sit down first. The scar Shimon's face got red. He thought Rabbi Kiva is not valuing him at all. Omar Loi, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva said to him, No. Of course, I value. Uh, it's enough that I and Hashem are makir. You're great. Koyach. The only reason I put Rameir first because he's older than you. Now that was showing that each uh, Rebbe appointed his talmud. Chazru the Then they gave honor to this house, meaning to the house of the Nasi. As we turn to Daf Ches Amid Beis, Amru they said. If Bezin appointed someone to be a dying without the consent, uh, without the knowledge of the Nasi, of the prince, his Minui is not a Minui. The Nasi Shemini Shaloy Das Bezin, or a Nasi that was appointed someone without the Das Bezin, Minui of Minui. His Minui is a Minui. This is the Nasi in Eretz So the power of the Nasi at that time was greater than the power of Bezin. Because Bezdin had to consult with the Nasi, the Nasi didn't have to consult with the Bezdin. But Chazru Yiskinu, a third stage in this process was Shaloye Bezdin Mamanu El Midas Anasi, who Shaloye Anasi Mamanu El Midas Bezdin. Each one had to ask permission from the other and had to notify the other one. The Nasi had to honor the Bezdin and ask them permission, and the Bezdin had to honor the Nasi and ask him permission. Now, Explains the Pnei Moshe in the top right-hand column. Since we said Bereshayna concerning how the Dayanim were appointed, the various stages in that process, and what it was like in the beginning that each Rebbe was Maman his own Talmud, wants to explain Chalitza and Miyun of the Mishnah. That there was also changes. Tony, we learned in the Brisa, back to the Gemara, on the sixth line, Barishayna, in the beginning, they used to write a Shtar Chalitza, the Mois of Pliny and Pliny, at the sitting of this one and that one, 
So this lady, the daughter of this father, she made Chalitza Lepliny, Bar Pliny, to, to Reuven, the son of Shimon. Bifonenu, in front of us, the Kirvis Akadmana, they came, she came in front of us. She took off the shoe from his right foot. She spit in front of him. And that spit was Roika, a spit, which we were able to see on the ground. And she said, She said, The Pasuk, this is what should be done to the person who does not do Yibam. And instead, he does Chalitza, who will not build up his brother's family by getting married to the Yavama. Now, the next one is speaking about Mion. Mion is, uh, we know that from the Torah, a father can be Mekadish, his daughter, however, a brother and a mother cannot. Even a brother and mother can, that a girl shouldn't be Hefker, and she should be married to someone. But she has a right, just like a, a regular person, an adult, has a right to have a get if she's not happy with the marriage. So a katana has a right to have miyun. As long as she's a katana, she could say, I don't want to stay married to this person. Tani Bershine in the beginning. How you used to write, Shtari Miyunin, the Shtar Miyun, the Maimid Ploini in the standing of this one and that one. Miyun applies Bas Ploini. So this girl, the daughter of this man, was Memayin. She refused to stay with Ploini, by Ploini with Reuven, the son of Shimon. Bifanenu, in front of us, she said, I do not want him. I don't value him. That's the pshat that the Pnei um, Moshe says. He's not worth anything to me. The Pnei Moshe, that was the Corbinator. The Pnei the, Moshe says, I can't stay with him. That's the word Shavino. And then, I do not desire to stay married with him. This is the Lashon of the Mia. Now you'll notice that by the Chalitza, it says, when they were sitting. By the Mian, it's Bemaimid Plani Plani, they were standing. So the Mephorshim explained that by Chalitza, as it says in our Mishnah, you need a basin of three. True, the Bezin doesn't have to sign. In fact, Adam can sign that they saw the Chalitza. But the Chalitza has to take place in front of a Bezin of three, and therefore it says, when we were sitting, that's when the Chalitza took place. However, although our Mishnah says that Miyun likewise requires a Bezin of three, so it should have said, but in fact, Allah is that Miyun does not need a Bezin of three. It's enough if two Adam who are standing... And that's why it says, that they testified that we saw that she said these statements, that she doesn't want to stay married to him, and then it's a good mean, and she doesn't have to remain married to him.